Hello, people. Sitting down for another super casual podcast today. Let's have a bit of a chat. Let's have a hangout. And I'm going to talk about something that I've been doing for a while now, and I don't think I've ever talked about it in content, where I've moved away from a lot of the content that I used to watch, a lot of the entertainment that I used to watch. So over the last maybe year or so, I've cut out pretty much all horror movies I have cut out, or I'm in the process of cutting out, movies that are very violent in a revenge type of way. John Wick being probably the best example. I've tried to minimalize, minimize, there we go. I've tried to minimize heavy metal music. I've cut most of that out. I am going down less rabbit holes on Wikipedia. I used to always do a lot of research on Wikipedia and, you know, just go through the rabbit hole of Wikipedia, reading about some stuff that maybe wasn't positive for my psyche, you know, reading about things like the Holocaust, things like war, you know, the darker parts of humanity, so to speak, the darker parts of human nature. And all of this, this podcast today was sort of sparked by someone in the coaching group who has also hit the same sort of realization, not quite in the same way as in not quite with horror movies and stuff like that, but just realizing that a lot of social media makes him feel a little bit down or a little bit negative, less patient, less forgiving, more irritable, all of that sort of stuff. And so we had a little discussion in the coaching group about some strategies and things that you can do if you're trying to cut out maybe how much you watch YouTube or how much you scroll through Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or any of those apps, which are all kind of designed to keep you watching or to keep you reading, right? That's kind of the point. So the first thing I would do is I would, if you're on, you know, if you use Chrome, and I'm sure there's other examples of this for different platforms, but on the computer, on Chrome, there's something, there's an extension called the News Feed Eradicator. I would go and download that. And it works on many different platforms. It works on like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, a bunch of other ones. And what it does is it completely takes away the newsfeed. You know, on the homepage of Twitter or Facebook or anything else, you've got your newsfeed on the front. This just replaces that with positive motivational quotes. And it's it's basically empty. This is just one quote there at a time, nice and empty. So you don't do that thing that people call doom scrolling, where you're scrolling down, reading the negative headlines, reading all of that, and just scrolling for infinity. This cuts that out. The second thing I would use if you're wanting one for YouTube, there's one called Unhook. So Unhook, it's a Chrome extension as well. I use that so that your YouTube homepage is completely empty. This one does a bunch of other stuff as well. Like it takes away recommended videos on the side of a video player. It You can hide the comments, you can hide likes and dislikes, you can do all sorts of stuff with it. So that kind of removes a lot of the distractions. Another thing you can do, if you find yourself having a negative headspace when you're on social media is you can go through and follow a bunch of more positive people and mute or unfollow anyone who's negative. And so I did this years ago. I unfollowed and muted anyone who ever says anything negative or complains without also talking about solutions. Anyone who causes drama or says anything unkind to other people, anyone who has an us versus them mindset like they're combative, you know, any of those sort of things. I went through and unmuted or sorry, I muted or unfollowed those people and I replaced them with more positive people. So if you want some examples on YouTube, there's a really great channel called The Dodo. 
D-O-D-O. They do a lot of really uplifting, like, animal videos and shit like that. It's If you're ever sad, by the way, just go to this channel, and I promise you'll feel better within 15 minutes. This channel is, like, amazing for increasing your mood. On Twitter, I follow people like Byron Katie, who tweets just nonstop positive stuff. The Dalai Lama tweets a bunch of positive stuff. There's also a few art accounts that I follow that just post, like, you know, Renaissance art and just landscapes and photography and stuff like that. Like, really pretty stuff. On Twitter, you can also follow me. You can just search for K-Y-I-L underscore Andy. You know, kill your inner loser Andy. I post motivational quotes. I post, you know, motivational messages and shit like that. On Instagram, my favorite one is one called Street Writings. Street Writings. And it's a bunch of, like, motivational messages, but they've photoshopped them onto, like, They take photos out on the street, like a billboard or something, and then they replace the billboard with like a positive motivational message. Or they will take a photo of like a random wall out on the street and they will like Photoshop over a motivational message as if it's been like painted on the wall or as if someone has put it on a billboard. There's another one exactly the same called self-care with wall, which is exactly the same concept. And there's a bunch of other ones where they basically post like motivational shit. On top of that, you know, like I said, I have cut out, I found it really beneficial to cut out like horror movies, violent revenge flicks. Um, I don't watch movies that are negative anymore. What I mean by that is a movie that wants me to be sad. And you can read a synopsis and know like, oh, this is like a heartbreaking film. I generally speaking don't watch those anymore. There are some that I might watch from time to time if it had like amazing reviews and it's like life-changing or something. Like it has a point to it. A really good example of this is something like uh, The Truman Show, which is pretty fucking heartbreaking, but has really good positive points and ends on a high note. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind ends on a nice high note, you know, I'll watch sad movies, but I don't want to watch a movie that wants me to be sad at the end of it. I'm not trying to have my heart broken. You know, like I said, I also have cut out heavy metal music. I listen to a lot more chill music now. I listen to a lot more positive, uplifting music. I cut out all, um, like I went through my playlist on Spotify, all my, my liked songs on Spotify, and I've removed all of the love songs that are really popular, but have a a scarcity mindset mentality, if you understand what I mean. You know, all the a lot of love songs have that theme of like, I need you, like, please come back, baby girl. Like, how could you leave me? I'm nothing without you. Like, that's a lot of romantic songs. I've cut all of them out because I don't think that I want that, right? I, I don't want that infecting my headspace. And that's kind of the point that I'm getting to with today's podcast is... Ideas can be like a virus, right? If you infect your brain with negativity then it's natural that you develop a negative mindset. You start feeling more hopeless. You start feeling more down. You know, as this coaching client of mine realized, you are less patient, you're less forgiving, you're more irritable because you're letting those ideas into your head. They drain willpower. Reading something negative or reading an alarmist news headline, which is why I don't follow the news and haven't for years at this point, Reading that negative content or following some YouTuber who's doing drama-based content where he's shitting on somebody else, like all of that stuff, it takes away your willpower. It drains your energy. It doesn't make you feel good. You don't feel better after you watched it. It takes something away from you. It can become very addictive. However, if you do the opposite and infect your brain with positivity, 
you eventually develop a positive mindset. I mean, you start feeling better immediately, but over time, if you watch enough positive content, read enough positive content, follow enough positive, you know, content creators out there and Instagram accounts and Twitter and all of that shit, you start developing a very positive mindset. I'm going to do a video. I'll probably put it on my YouTube channel rather than on this podcast. So it'll be about brainwashing yourself into positivity. And it comes from, you know, it come, the discussion started from one of my coaching clients who does that with my content. He just watches all my content or he has it playing in the background. He doesn't even necessarily need to watch it. It's just playing on loop in the background, infecting him with positivity. I used to do the exact same thing. I still do it a little bit today, but I used to do the same stuff religiously with Chris from Good Looking Loser, Mark Manson, Caleb Jones, you know, a lot of positive mindset people. I would just infect myself with that and I would have that looping on in the background, especially Chris from Good Looking Loser, who's very, very, very positive. He doesn't really complain or he, anytime he has something negative to say, which is very rare, he will follow it up with something positive pretty much always. And so I would just have this stuff playing in the background to infect myself with positivity. And it really does brainwash you. It really does brainwash you into a higher state or a positive mindset. And then you get more shit done because you feel good. You don't feel drained. You don't feel hopeless. You feel good about yourself. You, you want to go out and get shit done. And so for me, following strictly positive content only has absolutely been a game changer. Like I said, I've done it for, you know, a year or two now. I'm not perfect. I'll make that clear. I actually... Like part of the reason why I did this podcast today is because I just went out and watched John Wick 4 and I debated with Imogen before watching it. I We had a big discussion and I was like, I don't know if this movie is good for my psyche. I really liked the other three movies, sure. But even by the third one, I was starting to think, I don't know if this is good for my fucking psyche. Do I really need to see hundreds of people murdered on, you know, the big screen? Is that really what I want to put into my psyche? It's not like this movie has anything to say about love or self-improvement or achieving goals. No, it's just a revenge murder film. So I debated for quite a while, but then I eventually said, all right, you know what? Let's go test this out. Let's go watch this movie and I'll see how I feel afterwards. And yeah, halfway through the movie, I was watching everything on the screen and I was like, I don't know if this is good for my psyche. I don't know if this is the person that I want to be. I don't know if this is what I want to have bouncing around in my head. Do I really want images of murder, chaos and destruction, death, pain, suffering, heartbreak, agony, blood and guts? Do I really want that in my brain? Wouldn't I rather infect my brain with something a little more uplifting, a positive message? John Wick doesn't really have a positive message at all. It's kind of the opposite. It's death and destruction and set fire to everything everywhere and burn it all to the ground. That's kind of the point, at least my interpretation of it. And so, yeah, afterwards, I I really, 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 it really struck me how much I've moved past this kind of content. And by the way, if any of you enjoy this kind of content, do not take this podcast as me telling you that you shouldn't watch it. You all know I'm a big libertarian. I'm a big hippie. I'm never going to tell anyone what they should do or what the right thing to do is or any of that. This is just me talking from my own personal experience. I've found that the more I cut this kind of stuff out, like anything that has a, anything that doesn't have a very positive message and John Wick 4 doesn't have a positive message. That's not why you see John Wick 4. 
You watch John Wick movies because it's the action is cool, the gunfighting is cool, but then they layer a lot of stuff on top like death and destruction and all of that because maybe the movie wouldn't work without that, fair enough. But this is me just really coming to a realization of I don't want that stuff in my head, especially when we're going to talk about horror movies and stuff like that. When I think about that stuff in my head, it's like, fuck no, I don't want that in my head. When I'm trying to build a business, why do I need to think about people being fucking murdered? When I'm trying to help other people and change their lives and improve them as much as I can, why would I want suffering in my head? When I'm trying to give as much love as I can, put out as much love into the universe and give as many positive vibes to people as I possibly can and love each and one of, you know, each and every one of my coaching clients, love all of you listening right now, give as much gratitude and compassion and kindness and value to you as I possibly humanly can. Why do I want to be thinking about pain and death and misery and drama and YouTube is arguing with each other and, you know, this person saying, I'm right. No, I'm right. Why do I want politics in my head? Why do I need the news? Why do I need to know about the war in Ukraine? Like, why do I need any of that in my head when I'm trying to put positive vibes out into the universe? It's, it directly goes against that or it gets in the way of that would be an easier way of saying that. So... All of this, like I said, is me just coming to these realizations over the last couple of years. It's been building over a while. I've slowly cut out more and more stuff. And there hasn't been anything that I've cut out so far where I go, you know what? I really miss horror movies or I really miss watching the news. I really miss politics. I really miss YouTube drama where people argue with each other and talk about why this person's a piece of shit. No, you're a piece of shit. Like I haven't missed any of that that I've cut out at all. My life has gotten orders of magnitude better when I have cut that out. It's gotten much more peaceful. I'm much more focused on my goals. And how how many of us distract ourselves with a lot of this stuff that, you know, if we're honest with ourselves, it's not necessarily adding to our lives. Like, do we really want to sit around infecting our brains with negativity when we have all these big ambitious goals? And... Again, that's something that each of you need to make the decision on. It's not up to me to tell you, like, stop watching horror movies. Stop doing this. If you enjoy horror movies, great. Watch them. This is, again, me coming to my own personal realization of the man I want to be doesn't sit around watching horror movies. The man I want to be doesn't laugh when hundreds of people are murdered in a John Wick film. The man I want to be doesn't glorify that kind of stuff. And I think the further towards love or whether that's love for other people, love for yourself, love for this life that we've all been given. I think the further you move towards love, the less interested you are in something that's the opposite of that, something that's destruction or something that focuses on pain and misery. And obviously there is pain and misery in the world, of course, but why do I need to focus on that? My life is busy enough as it is. I don't think I need to watch entertainment media that wants me to feel sad or scared or unhappy. And that is the point of a lot of this. It wants you to, like horror movies want you to feel scared. That's the fucking point. But why would I want to feel scared? I'm busy. I have shit to do. I have goals to meet. I have people to, you know, improve the lives of. I want to improve my own life. I got a lot of stuff on my plate and I I don't think that I have the time or it's more to the point, the energy, the mental headspace to infect that with negativity. So that's where I'm at right now. 
any of you can make your own decisions. Don't take this as a criticism of horror movies or John Wick or action or any of that. No, it's just that the further I've gone with my goals, you know, in self-improvement, in having sex, in building the relationship with my lovely girlfriend Imogen, making money, coaching other people, you know, I have very big goals and I want my life to I want my life to mean something, at least to me. I want to be able to look back on it and say, yeah, I wasn't perfect, obviously, none of us are, but I'm pretty happy with how I spent my time. And when I sit around watching horror movies and John Wick and listening to heavy metal music, and by the way, I still love heavy metal music, but some of the negative heavy metal music is maybe what I talk about. Some of it is death and destruction. Some heavy metal music is incredibly uplifting, but when I sit around listening to the more negative influences on me, I don't really like the person that I am, or it feels like a procrastination of the person that I want to be. I want to be this loving hippie who gives as much value as he possibly can in every single second. And I want as many people as possible who come into contact with me to feel like they're better off for having met me. Even if that's just me smiling at a homeless person and saying, hey, mate, how's your day going? Or smiling at somebody as I walk past them or coaching somebody or doing a podcast or having sex with a new woman that we meet, any of this stuff, whatever it is, my friends as well, I just want to, as best I can, anybody I come into contact with, I want to improve their life just a tiny bit, even just a smile, just a tiny bit. And that is much harder to do when I watch horror movies, when I watch revenge movies, when I sit around reading negativity on Twitter, complaining and bitching and moaning. Funnily enough, I've stopped following one of my favorite content creators, Jordan Peterson, on Twitter. I just can't fucking follow him anymore because it's all negative. It's all just fucking complaining. And I understand that he wants to do that. He's entitled to do that. I just don't want that in my life. It's just, for me, it's it's bitching and moaning about stuff that just, at the end of the day, isn't the stuff that I care about. I care about love. I care about family. I care about improving the lives of others. I care about self-improvement. I care about goals, ambitions, money, sex, dating, social life, friends, being good to other people, compassion, kindness, all of that shit. That's what I care about. And being negative and complaining doesn't really line up with that. So that's where I'm at there. If any of you would like some infection, I'll say one thing we're pretty good at actually in the in the coaching program is infecting each other with positivity. That's been said so many times in the coaching group by people. They'll go, you know, part of the reason that I even signed up for coaching was because Andy said everyone in the group is super freaking positive. Everyone, you know, wants me to feel better and wants each other to feel better. It's a really like positive headspace in there. That's kind of the point of the coaching program is we're all there to sort of push you, help you grow, help you be a better person, help you love yourself, help you love others, help you have compassion. And I'll read out something one of the coaching clients said literally last week. One of the things I love about being in here is that positivity just seeps into my whole being when I know that you all are here and you have my back. In the past, I've been getting super frustrated with people's scheduling tendencies, blah, blah, blah. Goes on to explain some, you know, frustrations and then basically says just being in this group, like, absolutely gets my headspace right. And I think that's probably one of the best things about the group is you're with a bunch of other people that have a positive headspace, that won't sit around bitching and moaning about drama, that won't sit around talking about problems. You know, anytime a problem comes up, everybody in the group, you know, including myself, obviously, will jump in there and say, hey, here's how you solve that problem. Here's what we do. It's such an infectious 
mindset or it's such an infectious place, sorry, to be surrounded by people who have this positive mind mindset. I've said it a million times and, you know, this isn't my quote, but you're the product of the five people, the five closest people around you, the five people that you surround yourself by. If you have people in your life or around you who are negative and have a negative headspace, that infects you. The same as all the social media and shit like that that you watch and the entertainment and stuff. But if you surround yourself by positivity, that really infects you. And so if you're someone that doesn't have a lot of positive influences in your life, sign up for the goddamn coaching program. Honestly, like you surround yourself by, you know, there's like 20 guys in the group right now. And then on top of that, there's the discord group that we have, which is every single coaching client I've ever worked with. You can hang out with them. You will not find a better networking tool than this coaching program. Like the guys are absolutely goddamn killers. They are so incredibly positive. The fact that you get access to that for life, the the Discord group for life is insane. Sign up for coaching. We would love to have you. We'd love to get your headspace right and all that good shit. One thing that a lot of people say is, you know, I'm not ready yet or now's not the right time. Fuck that shit. There isn't such a thing as a right time. You know, there's that Chinese proverb, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. You know, how long are you going to sit around wasting time, getting half-assed results, go all in, save yourself years of figuring out the shit that you're trying to figure out. Let us goddamn well help you. That's what the coaching is there for. I'll leave a link in the description to that. If money's an issue, I have payment plans. Don't make excuses. That's all in the link below or in the description below. As always, ladies and gentlemen, Go out there and crush those goals.